Hey y'all, it is Misha Poems, and I am back with another episode. And I'm just gonna say we have a lot to discuss. So if I tend to get off topic, I apologize. It's just a lot that's been going on that with me and what I have been seeing with the things and people around me. So let's get into it. So this topic is well, this episode is about just letting go and knowing when to let it go. So we all have that one relationship, that one person where it was like, dang, like, I thought you was going to be my forever. We we, we ain't never going to part. Even if we do, we're going to come back. Like, nothing never happened. You know, that type of situation. And I feel like in the moment when you're having those kind of thoughts, and even, like, when you freshly break up with somebody, and let's say y'all are having conversations where it's like, okay, yeah, we're going to get back together in the future, but right now it's just not our time. And, like, I feel like depending on who was hurt the worst or who's the one saying that, it affects the two people in two different ways. The person that was hurt worst is probably, like, you know, holding on to that thought, like, like it's going to save their life. And the person that said it, you know, they could possibly mean it, but they just don't hold on to it as hard as the other person might. So that's why I feel like when it comes down to breakups and the whole, I feel like not all breakups are messy. I go through this, but the closure phase when you're, you know, you're still meeting up to talk and you're still trying to see like where you went wrong, what happened, just quote unquote closure. And also Here's the question for this episode. Do you guys feel that closure is necessary or is closure a real thing? Or is closure a way to just have an excuse to talk to that person? And I'll give my answer probably in the end of this episode. But I'm just, you know, I was just thinking about that. Back to the topic. So, yeah, it's that person that's, you know, hurting the worst out of the situation that is pondering on that thought, holding on to it. You know, they said we're going to get back together. They didn't give me win, but you know, it's a, it's like, it's going to, it's a definite, they said it's going to happen. So it's going to happen. And in that moment, when you first, you know, get that thought, it's like the best thing you've ever heard. It's what you was looking for and you feel slight peace. But when the days go by, y'all start talking less, you don't really see them as much. It's kind of like, okay, I felt good in that moment when they told me this thing, but now there's no action towards it. We're not talking anymore. Like, what's going on? They said we're going to get back together. Because in your mind, you know, you're thinking it might be something that you're going to actively work towards. Or maybe they need a little space. And then space turns into five months. And now you're, you didn't really take the time out to really heal yourself because you were so focused on that thought of, you know, dang, I thought we was getting back together. It's been five months now. Like, what's going on? Like, should I let go? Should I hold on? And that's the topic of let it go. <laughs> let it go. I feel like not in every situation, but in certain situations when it comes down to the whole we'll get back together conversation, I don't really feel like that is a, depending on the people and the relationship, that's probably not the healthiest thing to tell somebody or look to when you know you need to heal and the breakup is most most definitely and probably permanent. And I feel like if somebody wants to be with you, they, certain situations, let me clarify, um, 
they'll actively be working towards it. It's no, okay, yeah, we're going to get back together. I don't know when, but like, you know, I got to get myself together first. And then, you know, boom, I'm going to swing, I'm going to spin the block. We're going to get back together. It don't really work like that in some cases. I feel like that's just a fairy tale or also like a way to hold on to something that's kind of dead. And I don't like when people say that. Like, you know, also let me clarify. In certain situations, everybody's situation is different. But for this, it's not. It's just cut and dry. You said that because maybe you did feel that way in the moment. But after a while, you just kind of released that thought and let it go. And went your separate way. And also, if you are a person that has said, you know, we'll get back together in a situation, I want to know what was the outcome of it? Did you genuinely, you know, want to get back with this person? Or was it just something you said because you knew that, like, it'll probably ease the hurt of that person? I just want to know why you said it. Period. Let me sip this tea right quick. Ah, my bad. <clears throat> But so let it go. I feel like it's it's really a lot of aspects in a situation where you have to learn when to let it go. When you, I feel like, especially in relationships nowadays, like it's a lot of conversations now that we're having. I'm happy that we're having this conversation now, but just about like, you know, are you truly healed? Are you okay with yourself? Are, are you an individual person? When you start to not feel like an individual and your life starts wrapping around a person or you feel like it might be a, aspect of like okay this person move I move like I'm basically just a copycat of this person I don't really know who I am maybe it's not the healthy situation for you not saying you got to like you know up and leave them but if you feel like you can't separate yourself from that person and become your individual self maybe you should let it go because I mean I've been there I've got like you know I've always had individuality within situations, but sometimes like I have gotten too caught up in a person, gotten too caught up in being around that person, wanting to like, you know, with this person breathe, I breathe, and they move, I move. Like, and not even on nothing crazy, but just you get so used to a person and at a young age when you're dating, you don't see nothing wrong with it. You just see that this is like, I want to be around them. They want to be around me, you know? This is my this is my best friend. This is my, who I'm in love with. This is, you know, my everything. We're going to get married. All that, yada, yada. But it has to be a healthy balance of, okay, we see each other. But, you know, at the end of the day, I have my me time. We can't be around each other every day, all day. And we can't also text all day, every day. Because, you know, what are we going to talk about? We're going to run out of stuff. We're just going to be around each other. Somebody's going to get tired of the other person. Somebody might not say nothing about it. And then you're in a situation where it's like, what the hell? Like, what happened? I thought, you know, we was having fun. We was around each other. Nobody ever, you know, said nothing. But that situation can lead to having to let it go. <laughs> if you just don't have healthy boundaries. Now, I'm not saying, like, you don't be around your boyfriend. Don't be around your girlfriend. Like, do that. But just make sure you still have your own life. Make sure you're doing what you have to do, whether it's work, business. Just make sure you're putting in work towards your future and not your whole life is around this one person, you know? Because then what if this person, let's say they're an entrepreneur, they got business, they like they let you know, okay, these are my set priorities. Yes, you are one of the main ones, but at the end of the day, I'm going to get my business done regardless. And that's their mindset. That's not going to last too long for you guys. If you're the one that's like, you're clinging on to them, you're always under them, even when they're working, you're there, 
they're going to look at you like, does, does this person not have, you know, no goals in life? Am I the only thing for this person? And then that can into a thing where it's like, okay, hey, like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to come to this, but it seems like, you know, I got this going on. And it's like, you around me 24 seven. I feel like I can't breathe. I'm trying to work and you're there and like, you're not doing much for yourself. And it's like, you know, kind of when y'all both aren't working and it's always that one person that's like, can I see you? Can I be around you? 24 seven to the other person is going to get tiring. And that's where it comes in where I've seen like this, somebody, somebody said this out their mouth. All he do is work. He come home from work. He's tired. And then he still comes home that he works on certain things. He doesn't have time for me. He doesn't make time for me. And what this person does is all they do is sit at home all day. No judgment, but sit at home all day and don't really do nothing towards themselves. And so they look at their significant other as, oh, he doesn't care about me. He never wants to spend time with me, yada, yada, yada. And then it leads to arguments, sometimes stepping out, just a lot of things that could be prevented. And also, in a sense, I can understand where people can feel like, okay, they don't have time for me. They don't make time. Because sometimes people kind of don't make time for people people but that just means that you're probably really not the one for that person because the saying is true people make time for what they want and if they want to if they want to make you feel special they will do something out you know they'll do something take you out or something but like it's just something that has to be understood between the both of you and open just open communication between the both of y'all like okay hey you know i got this that and the third but you know this weekend we might not be able to do nothing but we can do something we can do something small. We can watch a movie, just, you know, chill, hang out, you know, until I have freed up space. Communicate. Don't just have somebody in the dark as like, oh, they see what you're doing, of course, but you're not letting them know that you're still a priority. Okay. I don't think I, <laughs> that didn't have nothing to do with the let it go topic. That just kind of came out of nowhere. But also like, I feel like on the let it go topic, when it comes to relationships and when it does come to that ex where it's like, because I feel like, you know, we might have multiple exes like that or we might have like one or two where you feel like you don't want to let go of the feelings because you feel like if you let go of the feelings and it won't ever come back, then it makes it real that they're not going to come back. And we're just like, we're stuck in that cycle repeatedly with other people. That's why it comes down to it's probably more than one ex where it's like that because you get into the habit of holding on to feelings and then this person is moving on with their life and you're not, but then you move on or think you move on with your life until the next relationship and carry on all the stuff that you did not let go from the past into the next relationship. Now, when back on the closure thing, I feel like with some situations, there are some conversations that have to be had in order for people to move on, but you have to be in the conversation mentally saying, okay, this is a conversation for me to move on. This isn't a conversation where I'm trying to fix it. It's just, you know, is this out in the third? This can help me. This can help me progress in a, in a situation because I've had that and I feel like it helped me. So it's not that I don't believe in closure. It's just what are your intentions in the conversation? Are you truly looking for closure? Are you looking for a door or a way back in? Or this is an excuse to be in this person's present. Like, are you really... Cause I've known people that like, okay, we had our closure talk. Oh, okay, we had our closure talk. Third time, fifth time, closure talk. And it's like, at this point, y'all just talking. Ain't no closure. Y'all y'all can't keep closing and reopening the same thing and calling it closure. Because what, what are you closing for real? <laughs> it's like having a wound, it started to heal, and then you reopen that wound. 
So for real, like when you're going in a conversation and it's quote unquote closure, is it make sure it's really closure? Make sure it's really like, okay, I got this. I'm going to say this after that. I'm going to be straight. I don't have no more questions. You know, maybe if I do, I'll let you know right now. But after this conversation, this is that. And then we go our separate ways. Or you just go about your life with whatever perspective you have, whatever you gained from the conversation and move forward. Yeah, I'm making it sound like it's some easy thing, but sometimes it kind of is that easy. In a sense, depending on where you're at in your process, it can be that easy. Or it can get to the point where it is not such a burden on you to like, you know, stalk this person's page, want to reach out to them, want to talk to them, you know, st- just replaying the conversation. Like you have to have that conversation, take what they said, learn from it and move forward. We cannot ponder on things. And I feel like that's the biggest thing with some of us is that we sit back and we just replay, 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 analyze, overthink and I have a major overthinking issue, but it has gotten better over time. The more I acknowledge what I'm overthinking, what I, when I address, okay, what am I overthinking about this? And is it even worth the thought or the thought process that is taking me to overthink it? So it's like, it's we replay the scenario, go over what, oh, I could have said this, I could have said that. When in reality, everything was said that was meant to be said. You know, I, I mean, sometimes it may feel like, Later on down the line, you might have more to say and you might get the opportunity. And sometimes people don't even have the chance to have that conversation. So if you do and you're not able to, you just have to, you never know what chances you will have. You never know what conversations will happen because we can't predict the future. You just have to take what you have in that moment and do your best to do what's right for you, what's right for your heart, what's going to be right for your future. Because you're, you feel like you're healing, you feel like you're letting go, but then you have that piece that like when something happens or when that person comes up in a conversation, it's like, boom, it hits you all over again. When somebody new comes in your life and you're trying to see like, okay, maybe I'll, you know, you're happy and then you get by yourself and then it's like, boom, dang, like what about so-and-so or dang, he might just be like so-and-so. Like you're in that mindset because you didn't let go of certain things or you didn't heal uh, heal properly in order to move forward to be open to new love like when you're cra- like it's because that's some of us we do that we'd be like okay i feel better i don't you know it's been a good amount of time let me get back out there now you're back out there then it's all guys ain't shit you know this that and a third when in reality you're just still harboring some and then you know let me sometimes guys and girls aren't shit you know but but in reality you're just harboring that pain or what you didn't release and sometimes we don't even know what it is sometimes we can shove things in the back of our mind but we get a feeling like okay i feel this way and i don't know why i'm feeling this way but i'm feeling sad and then like we will just go through the emotions sometimes you know i know a few of us we might work through it try to figure out why am I feeling this way? And sometimes we just cannot pinpoint it, but you just have to pay attention to your triggers. Sometimes it's random. And then sometimes it's the, if it's like the same feeling or you have like the same thought process when whatever, whoever name come up, then it's like, okay, what am I not dealing with? What do I need to unpack? Like what part of me is still affected by the situation till this day that I'm not addressing because it's holding me back. It's just those kind of conversations that you have to sit down and have with yourself because who is, who's going to be, who's going to hold you accountable for your healing? 
for real, like, yes, we have friends we can talk to, we can vent, but they don't know the extent of what goes through your mind. They don't feel how you feel. They can be there. They can be Dr. Phil with the advice, just on point, 24-7. But at the end of the day, you have to sit with yourself. You have to sit with those thoughts that you harbor or those emotions that you feel and don't understand. No matter how much you drink, how much you smoke, whatever you do to cope, which well, unhealthy coping mechanisms, whatever you do, it's only going to put a pause on how that feel, how you feel for so long. It's only going to put a pause on how you feel for so long. So it's just sometimes even with the closure conversation, even after that, you have to sit with yourself, process what you heard, take time, be compassionate towards yourself. And see how you want to move forward, whether or not, okay, are you going to let it go for real? Are you going to work towards letting it go? Are you going to still hold on to these feelings? And be honest. It's okay to still want somebody. It's okay to still love somebody. It's okay to still care. If y'all had a relationship like that where you were in love with this person and you were still willing to fight for it, but, you know, it's coming to an end. Be honest with yourself and do not fight yourself on how you feel. Feel those emotions. Feel them as much as you need to, but don't hold on to them. And also do not put them in the back of your mind because your mental, sometimes we'd be like, okay, I'm feeling this way. This person don't care. Why do I care? Or I'm over here crying. They're not even crying. Like they're not even worried about it. They out there living their life. They're straight. It's not about what they have going on. It's not about how they're feeling. In that moment, it's about you. And for some reason, I don't know why we do that to help I quote unquote help us feel better because that really doesn't <laughs> but I don't even know why we even go through that whole scenario because all we're doing is making ourselves feel worse and then that can turn into anger that can turn into something it doesn't even have to turn into so instead of focusing so heavy on how is this person healing how is this person feeling while I'm over here deep down depressed sad fuck how they feel simple Fuck it. Who cares? At the end of the day, it's about you, how you feel emotionally, how you feel mentally. Are you okay? You have these feelings. You're crying. Feel that shit. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, you know what you felt for that person was real. It was true. But it came to an end. And who knows? That can be an ending for a great beginning. But you will not get that beginning if you just sit and hold on to the feelings of what the last person did or how you feel so strongly about that person that it's just gotta come back based off of that. Sometimes love is not enough. And I probably will say this more than once on my podcast. Love is not enough. It takes more than love. You can love somebody to death and did not work. We've all seen it. We've all seen people be so madly in love and then they don't work out and it's like, dang, what happened? And then you get into it, it's like, oh, this person couldn't communicate. They couldn't talk to me. Or we always disagree. Like you never really know what's going on. But it takes more than love. It takes compassion. It takes compromise. It takes understanding. It takes a lot. It takes energy. It takes being able to put in that energy. Maybe when that person can't do it, you gotta, you gotta do it. Because sometimes it's, it's just not re- realistic to be like, oh, 50-50 all the time. Sometimes nobody has all that 50-50. Sometimes somebody might be down. So it's just like it takes a lot. 
And that's the biggest thing when it comes to fighting for a relationship. You just can't be the only one putting up a fight. That's my main thing. If you're the only one putting up a fight, you're the only one trying to have conversations, you're the only one trying to fix it, yeah, it might hurt because, damn, you're realizing, like, it might be time for me to let it go. And it's okay. It is okay. We go through life and we're meant to experience people. Life is a big experience. We're meant to experience people, learn from them, and move forward. There is happiness. Life isn't Life isn't this toxic, depressing always heartbroken, sad cycle. It's about how you want to view it and how you want to move forward. If you go into everything with that mindset of, I don't get love, it's always, I attract the wrong people, you're going to attract those same situations. And even truth be told, even when you do change your mindset, sometimes people roll back around even if it's somebody spinning the block or if it's somebody new with the same personality traits, just to see where you are in life. It's a test sometimes. Sometimes it's a test to see, okay, she's been healing. Let's see, is she going to go back to the cycle of the same people or is she going to move forward? You have to be mindful of what you're thinking, what you're attracting, what you're saying, and what you're allowing into your life. Because at the end of the day, we are we are in control of our lives. Like, yes, there's things from the media that it feeds to us, but if you can separate yourself, understand like that's their opinion. I have my opinion. I am an individual. I'm able to be me and not let outside things influence me. And not like you know, you're scrolling down, you see a post that's saying, I miss you, but I hate you, or um, I would like just you know, sometimes. I, that happened to me. I'll be on Instagram scrolling, looking for some funny memes. I'm just seeing sad after sad. And in the past, it would affect me. I'm like, damn, like, what the hell? <laughs> so it's like, it, you just have to be mindful of what you allow in, how much you allow in, and how much you take from it. That type of stuff, if you are if you know you're on a path to healing and trying to feel better, you cannot go down that rabbit hole of, okay, you clicked on the page, now you're on the page, now you repost, and now you're sad. Sometimes you just can't allow that in. You have to close your phone, go to a different app, or you know, hide those pages. Cause sometimes you just don't need to see that type of stuff. Cause it's it's gonna fuck with you. It's gonna fuck with you. So it's just it's a lot. The healing process and the growing process in life and how you treat yourself, it's a fucking process that can go on forever. It goes on forever. You're always growing, you're always learning new things. But throughout that time, you can have pure happiness. You can have pure love. And also, life does not revolve around a relationship. It does not revolve around just finding love. I don't want anybody to think that's all I think about or feel. No, it does not revolve around just love. Love will come when it comes. But in the meantime, what are you doing for yourself? How are you healing from maybe childhood traumas, past traumas. And the traumas don't even have to be from relationships. It can be friendships, things that happen with family members, just life. We go through things. And sometimes we're just so headstrong on relationship, relationship, relationship. I need my person. Or you just feel lonely. And that's not, you don't really want to bring in nobody when you have that deep, dark, lonely feeling. Like, you know, I felt lonely and I know the feeling that I be feeling, and I don't want to bring nobody in when I'm feeling like that. So at the end of the day, what 
when do you know to let something go? Do you have the capacity to tell like, okay, it's time for me to go ahead and let up on this. Let me let it go. Or are you going to hold on to it? Let it drain you. Let it prolong your healing process when you could be one and done. <laughs> and sometimes, like I said, it's not always easy. And then sometimes it is that easy. It just depends on what route you want to go. What are your tools you're using? And just what do you want for yourself in your future? What does your future hold for you? What do you like? My, I'd be wondering, like, what do you get out of holding on to a situation where somebody is telling you that, yeah, we're going to come back together and y'all are still, you know, talking and y'all never come back together, but y'all are still in each other's spaces. You're still madly crazy over them. And it's been a long amount of time and you still have no closure. You're still crying. You're still hurt. What do you gain from that? That's an attachment. That's an, it's an attachment. You've grown attached to this person. You don't want to let them go. You don't want to see life without them because you're headstrong going, well, they told me they got to get their life together. But as this progresses, all that's going on with your relationship is that the friendship, the love, everything that you guys had is going down. You slowly start to not trust this person because you they're doing their own thing. They're not they have, they're not tied to you. They can do whatever they want to do. You let all your boundaries down. So you don't have any boundaries with this person. So it's just like the respect that was there in the relationship disappears out once it's in this toxic area. And it's just knowing when to let go and not letting it get to the point where you ruin. Are you guys ruin? a good friendship because it's not just on one person it's on multiple it's on the it's, it takes two people when it comes to stuff like this so on the opposite side of the ball how can you be in somebody's life constantly knowing they love you knowing they're crazy about you knowing they'll go to the end of the world world for you but gaslight them let them hear what they want to hear don't tell them the truth never straight up with them and then wonder why are we repeating the cycle over and over and over again? How does that work on that end? How do you, how does that, how does that, how does that work? <laughs> how you like, and then you make this person feel like they're crazy or they're doing too much. And it's just so much that can be prevented with, with open and honest conversations and releasing each other. Sometimes you have to be the person to let that person go. They're going to, you know, you know, they're, you know, your cycle. They come back around, y'all talk, y'all might hook up, whatever. Sometimes you have to be that person to not respond. And if you feel like you need to block that person, block them. But for y'all's sakes, let it go. If it gets to that point, let it go. You got to let it go. And it sucks. It will hurt. You're going to cry. You're going to feel pain. But at the end of the day, after you get through that pain, you'll come out with something learned. You'll have more respect for yourself. You'll have a better understanding of what you're worth, what you learned will help you know what you're not going to accept within the next situation you get involved in. So I'm going to close out with how I feel about closure. I kind of said it. I, I'm not against closure. I just feel like what are their intentions behind the closure? Because I've had closure and it's like sometimes closure can be you bashing the person 
are you're looking for a way back in. It's just the tensions behind the closure. Are you really mature or ready enough emotionally to have that kind of conversation that will lead to, I don't want to say permanent, because like I you never know what happens in life. You never know. But it could be a possibly permanent ending. And you just have to be mentally prepared and emotionally for that when you go into a closure conversation. I don't feel like closure conversations should be a conversation then a month later another conversation unless it's just so much unless it's like to a point where y'all actually having healthy conversations and it's helping you and you know you I just don't know everybody's situation everything works differently for different people but I'm not against closure but I've learned sometimes you just have to let go with or without it and that's all I have for this episode I want to thank you guys for listening you know, let me know how you guys feel about closure. You can comment either on my Instagram story or on my page under this post or, you know, I'll read it. <laughs> I just want to know what are your thoughts. And I think I asked another question in this as well. But, you know, respond. Thank you for listening to this this long. I know I probably jumped around topics, but y'all got the gist of it. Bye. Also, before I say bye, I will be dropping my book next year in the middle. Well, I don't have an exact date yet, but as it gets closer to when I set on a date, I will let you guys know, but be on the lookout. I will be dropping my book, Picking Up the Pieces. Thank you for listening.